Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Well, my very special guest uh, now is Joe Farnan. Good morning to you, Joe. Good morning, Blair. Now you've lovely you, to speak with you. You're joining the ranks of the of the um, uh, been able to go into quarantine and so on. <laughs> so, I think I think we <laughs> I think we've all been in quarantine at one point or another. Now, of course, you haven't had the virus yourself, but but you have been in contact with somebody else uh, who has. So, bit of a strange experience, isn't it? It is. It is. But uh, we we get on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, I, I know that all of your life uh, you've been very passionate. You are very passionate about about sharing faith, and I, I I give you the title of evangelist. I know you're a great deal more uh, than that, and I just described it as somebody you know who who loves to share the the truth about about faith, about about Jesus, and so on. Uh, but how did the whole faith journey begin for you? How did you become a Christian? Well, I was given a, a, a New Testament at school um, by the Gideons, and uh, I read it. And I was just so enamored by the Bible studies that um, before anyone ever asked me, I really wanted to be a follower of Jesus. <laughs> and it was... Um, how, how, how old were you then, Joe? I was about 16. Uh, sorry, I was 18. I was in sixth form. Mm-hmm. Um, when um, that happened. Um, I was in a Catholic school, but uh, I, I really wanted to get get close to the Lord after reading this. And then I went to university, and in my first week, I came across a little Greek evangelist who uh, challenged me to give my life to the Lord. And uh, I ducked, because <laughs> it was embarrassing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, And then I went to church with some friends, um, thinking I'd be all right. And the same Greek evangelist gets up and speaks. And I just felt, you know what, I wanted to give my life to the Lord and follow Jesus. I should do it. So I went forward and committed my life. Um, This little uh, Greek evangelist is now very, very famous. He's called J. John. Oh, yes. This was in the years before he was famous. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That's how I started my journey. Um, I wanted to really talk to a lot of people about faith because I was so passionate about it, but I wasn't any good at it. Um, And so one day I prayed to to the Lord because I just thought, I'm failing at this miserably. Mm. And I just felt the Lord invite me on the journey with him. You know, I just felt him saying to me, come with me and I'll make you a fisher of men. It was interesting. Ever inter- since then, I was going to say it's interesting there because I was just talking to Yana earlier on, obviously about you know uh, teaching karate, but of course behind all of that, you know, confidence and so on, and uh, and I guess that, that that's a problem for many people. It, it's a having the getting over the embarrassment maybe of asking questions, which clearly you did, uh, but then obviously developing the confidence in order to to. Well, both to share faith or, or, or even just to live life, you know, to discover who you really are in, in life. It, it, it's, it's Building that confidence is so important, isn't it? It is. And our confidence comes from God because it's God who wants to share faith mm. through us. And he has a way of doing it that's effective. And my whole journey really is about drawing into relationship with God who does share 
faith with people through me. Mm. And I, I always say to people, I've never converted anyone in my life. <laughs> I just happen to be around when God converts them. <laughs> you know, um, that's, the, that's, the, that's the joy of it all, is actually you're seeing God in action. It's like being a willing vessel, isn't it? And, and I guess that, that you know, J. John came into your life probably just at the right time. Uh, and, and no doubt you've probably come into people's lives equally at, at just the right time. Have, have, have you had a sense of that? Yes. I'm, I, tr I try never to share uh, the gospel unless the Lord is prompting me, because... We need to do things at the right time and in the right way. And I don't feel guilty about it. I totally eliminate all the guilt. I'm just walking with the Lord and seeing what opportunities he opens up. And he opens up wonderful, marvelous opportunities to talk. And I think if we can be relaxed and just think, God, you share the gospel through me in whatever way you want. I used to have, I call it my evangelist prayer. Every day I'd wake up and say, Lord, lead across my path those whom you are saving. Put your words into my mouth and your actions into my heart. And that's what he did. Yeah, and I suppose it's so important, really, because I, I guess that there is a danger of taking all the world's problems, including the, the, the challenge of sharing faith, you know, upon ourselves. And, and, and maybe in doing that, forgetting actually that it's in God's strength and at his prompting uh, that that in fact he leads us to the right people but we have to be prepared to i suppose hear that still small voice uh, in inside of us how, how have you how have you known you know when to speak and, and and equally when when not to speak joe um i think what happens the best way is that god opens up things quite naturally um, and you just find yourself in that situation without being super spiritual is that it just seems to be the right progression for the conversation mm. and at the right time uh, things happen and people can be led to faith um, so that that's one way and sometimes you know the Lord can say to you today's the right day for this person to become a Christian um, and you get that in your spirit building up um, sometimes you get that through actually waiting on the Lord, but sometimes he can himself impact your prayers and come in and disturb your prayers and, and do that for you. Yeah. The other thing I suppose that I should ask you was, you, you said right at the beginning of the interview there that you started by reading the, the New Testament, the little Gideon uh, New Testament that you've been given at school and, and had that sense that you'd like, to believe but but then you know up when you met the little greek evangelist j john <laughs> uh that it, it was it was difficult you know embarrassing i think was what you said to what would you yeah. how would you advise people who maybe have a sense that there is a god and, and they really do want to know you know more about him i mean here we are on the verge of a new year and some of us make new year's resolutions pretty much all of us break them <laughs> but, but but if there was people listening right now who you know, had that sense of you know i'd really like to know god more H how did you move from the embarrassment side to letting the desire you know take dominant place and then what did you do 
thing is, I'd already been reading a lot of the Bible, and what happened is I think God was drawing me in. Um, it says, you know, the far, you know, no one can come to the Lord unless the Father draws them. And it's God who's drawing you in. And as you recognize that, you become more at ease with it. Um, and as you know that God loves you and won't do anything that you can't handle, um, then you feel more relaxed and you feel it's right. Um, and if you see it as something positive, um, as an you know, upgrading of your life, um, and you see the goodness of God, then you you want to throw your lot in with God. And I think that's the thing, is that more and more I realize that, that as people see the goodness of God, they feel more relaxed, and they want that. And so they'll find it easier to say yes and to move into God's presence. But I think reading the New Testament can be a powerful way in and of course, that would you recommend starting in the, one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? I love Mark's Gospel because you can read that in an hour, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, it's easy, and it just it just starts to speak faith to you. You know, the, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing from the Word of God. Well, and so, as we listen to that, it will inspire faith in us. Well, let's have our first piece of music, or your first piece of music, and this is uh, What a Beautiful Name by Hillsong Worship. Listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. And my very special guest is Joe Farnan, and uh, Joe's been talking about about coming to faith and then and then sharing faith. But you you went to Northern Ireland, and that had a big impact on you, Joe, didn't it? Yes. Um I was um, training as a church army officer um, in those days, and I wanted to learn about reconciliation, but also about listening to God. And um, I was sent to Northern Ireland, and um, I was, it was arranged for me to meet a certain vicar in Belfast at the time. And as I got talking to him, he was telling me his story, and he shared how he'd moved into a nationalist area and the whole environment's very aggressive and intimidating so what he did was he went around the area and he just blessed every home and business day in day out and he found that the whole area started to change people with their businesses started becoming more successful and their attitude towards him changed and it really inspired me to think well, maybe we, I could do that um, on the mainland, you know, in some places. Um, so I learned the power of blessing uh, homes and businesses and so on. Um, and it's something that I use and I have been doing for many years, is just blessing people and blessing businesses and so on. Now, when you say blessing, uh, could you say a little bit more about what you mean by that? Blessing is when you ask God to come into a situation with all his goodness and with all his power 
Um, and blessing is very powerful. It's nothing like the the term that we get when someone sneezes. Um, it's so powerful that it was worth stealing. Um, in the Old Testament, um, Jacob stole the blessing from Esau, and the blessing enabled Jacob to be really successful. And God can, you know, come into a situation and actually help you to be successful and actually bring all his goodness into a situation. And that's what I'm releasing when I'm praying for blessing on people. Now, of course, that discipline that you learned in Northern Ireland, as you said a moment or two ago, you, you've continued to use it in life. And there's been quite a number of examples where things have been, well, challenging to say the least. And, and you have blessed people and blessed the situation. You want to share some of those experiences with us? Yeah, um, I think, th- for me, the biggest problem um, that many people face is broken relationships. And uh, I remember a, a chap came to me one day, and he wasn't allowed to see his daughter um, because of a broken relationship with his partner. And so we prayed together. And as we prayed, I just felt the Lord laid on my heart that he had to bless his partner. Now, he was reluctant to do this because of the, the, all the animosity and the acrimony in the, in the relationship. But he was desperate enough to see his daughter, so he actually took it on board. And so what he did was we came to an agreement that he would bless his partner three times a day and ask for God's blessing in her family life, in her finances, in her home life, um, in her work life, and any other things that he could think of. And then also he would stay out of the way. He wouldn't try and justify himself or correct any wrongs. Um, was this indi- was this individual Joe somebody who would have said he was a believer or? Well, I think he might have had some faith in the past, but he was open because he, he really wanted to sort this out. You know, um, yep. I had a conversation with him and he thought maybe I can trust this man. So he started to do that, and a week later he describes it this way. He said it felt like. God woke him up one day and told him to get down to the school where his daughter was going to school. And he gets down there and he sees his daughter being dropped off and his partner stops the child going in and says, go and say hello to daddy. Hmm. And he said that was the first time in a long, long time he'd had a decent conversation with his partner. And, you know, he started doing that and it just resulted in so many good things for him. Um, so it was just such a blessing to see him use that approach of just speaking in the goodness of God in, into that lady's life. And it, um, I suppose also that touches on the whole area of forgiveness, which of course for many people is is very very difficult. Because as you quite rightly said, and you know that I mean we've just celebrated Christmas, a time whenever of course there are families together, but equally we know it's a time whenever there where there have been broken relationships, where people have had the most terrible things said to them or done to them, and so on. And here in the scriptures we're told that you know we, we forgive our enemies, but it it is 
so difficult. So like that gentleman you were just sharing with us there that who was probably feeling quite bitter against his partner because of being blocked from seeing his child. I guess getting over that, you know, eating pride and and actually releasing forgiveness. For, for somebody who finds themselves in that position, you know, where they have been sinned against, where, where they are inwardly angry, they're even possibly wanting to seek revenge, you know. Um, yeah. Well, how, would, how would you guide them through that? Well, the thing is, God is on your side. You know, um, in Psalm 37, it's really interesting, it says, Do not fret when the wicked get their way, or succeed in their plans. And it says, The Lord will make the righteousness of your cause shine like the noonday sun. You know, the Lord will work in your favor in those times when you've been mistreated. And so our job is to trust God on that. You know, God is saying, I'm here to do good to you. I'm here to help you in this situation. Don't fret. Don't do evil. Leave it to me. I'll make things right. So for somebody who maybe finds that, uh, if somebody finds that really, really hard, Joe, you know, you, you know, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about, really. That, so you yeah. Know, so even somebody listening to this program, the very fact of listening to this conversation is making them feel angry, you know, uh, and and quite justifiably so because they they've been so hurt, you know, and uh, and whatever. The letting go is probably the most difficult. But what you're basically saying is you let go and you leave it to God. Yeah, I, I think it's actually realizing that God recognizes that you were hurt. And God's on your side, and God wants to set it right for you. You know, the whole thing about reconciliation and justice is important to God. You know, and um, there is a price to be paid, you know. And, you know, Jesus himself paid the price for things to be set right. And God wants, wants to come in and actually set things right for us. And we can trust him in that. Um, there's some lovely stories, like there's a story of a gentleman in America who was mistreated because of his race. And uh, instead of taking it to race relations board in America, he decided he would trust God. And not long after that, he started getting offers of work um, because he'd been overlooked for promotion because of the color of his skin. And he was being offered um, work by a rival company. And he was getting fed up of being getting these offers. Um, so he thought, I'm going to meet with them, and I'm going to ask them for three times what I'm going to get here. That, that was and his, his, his existing <laughs> employers. <laughs> and, 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 and when he turns up at the meeting, the, the other company offered him four times what he was getting. And... As he went to reflect on it, he just felt God saying to him, you did your bit, this is me doing my bit. Mm. You know, um, and I think what we don't realize is that God actually is a God who wants to reconcile things. He wants to bring things to a stop. Um, And he's on our side in this. And of course, there can be no better time than the threshold of a new year where, you know, people may be carrying... uh, 
anger, bitterness, you know, justifiably for many people for for far too long. And, and what you were saying is that God's saying, that, no, now's the time to let this go. Even though it's tough, let it go. Yeah, it 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 is tough, um, you know. Um, but you, you know, just I think God wants to give us fullness of life, and uh, He wants to release all the goodness in that relationship. You know, um, there's a story of a chap um, who came to see me once, and uh, he had a marriage that was disintegrating. And uh, we, as we talked, um, he said, "I want to save the marriage," you know. And so I said, well, if you really want to save it, you know, you can go down the kind of nuclear option, which is to start fasting. Fasting is when you humble yourself and you really invite God's power into a situation. And uh, then, you know, I mentioned this other story to him. And so he started blessing his, his wife. And then I said to him, do not try and justify yourself. You know, and let God do it in his own timing to arrange the right situation for reconciliation. And you know, the Lord arranged it, and it was beautiful how they were reconciled. <laughs> they were able to express the hurt that they'd gone through to each other and listen to each other. And, and the Lord can do that for you. He can, list, he can help you um, to bring it to a close the hurt um, and you can do it in a, in a time and in a way that won't hurt the other person you're listening to community now on hope fm with keith jones bookshop serving the community for over 50 years visit keithjones.co.uk and my very special guest is Joe Farnand, and uh, and Joe and I were talking about. I mean, how difficult it, it is to to let go and and let God, as it were, you know. Particularly uh, whenever you have perhaps you know been sinned against, or or you're very angry about something, to to forgive and to to turn to God and look for His help. It, it does basically take uh, basically putting our pride to one side, doesn't it, Joe? Yeah, we have to. Pride is when we, when we rely on ourselves. And humility is when we rely on God. And I think that's the journey that we're all taking. We're all taking that journey of relying towards that relying on God. And, you know, realizing that God really loves us and wants the best for us and that he can work things out that we can't imagine. You know, he is the God of reconciliation, um, and he is the God of love, and he's the God of compassion. You know, the Bible says that um, the Lord is gracious and compassionate. He is compassion on all that he has made. That means he's moved by the troubles that you face. Um, and when it says all, it means you. Um, and that was the thing that really just, you know, gives you goosebumps thinking, you know, he's talking about me in the Bible. Hmm. Yeah. Can you remember uh, somebody, you know, who who was in that position of didn't really want to let go and, and knew, knew they had to, but didn't really want to. And it was a real struggle, but then eventually did it. And can, can you think of of an instance that you could give us where... 
where you know that somebody, against all the odds, did eventually let go to God and what the outcome was? Well, um, I think people let go in different areas of their lives. Um, you know, sometimes it can be uh, in churches even where they've got uh, an idea um, and where they have a, an, an agenda. Um, came across a church where you know, different people have different agendas, but actually, uh, through listening and moving close to God, they realised, "Hang on, that's my idea; it's not God's idea." Um, and they they were able to let go of things that were quite precious to them. And I think that's the thing: is that um, there are people um, who've had to move and to let go of things that were quite precious. But the impression I get is that when they realize that God is involved and that something better will result, um, if you just say to people you need to forgive, but you don't understand that God actually is on your side in this situation and wants to do good to you in it, it becomes more difficult. Whereas if you realize that God wants to do good to you in this situation, God is fighting on your behalf, then it's easier to give up on your own thinking and all the things that are precious to you. Well, finally, Joe, we've run out of time and I'm, I'm going to play a track in a moment called You Crown uh, the Year by, by uh, uh, Glorious uh, Worship. Um, what would be your final word as we... As we are, on the precipice, or maybe a folk are listening to this on Sunday, we've just entered the new year, but what's your final word of encouragement? Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it to the full. In all of this, God is working towards moving you to that place where you can have life in all its fullness. Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio.